They use the slash and burn method for growing rice. In essence, they will cut and burn away a large section of the jungle, then grow and harvest rice until the area is overworked after several years. Then they move the village to a new location. In most of the tribes, the women wear only a black silk wraparound skirt and are bare-breasted. The men usually wear only a black loincloth. Both men and women wear many brass bracelets, necklaces, and earrings. Some tribes also make and wear simple beaded necklaces. While some tribes find gold-capped teeth to be fashionable, still other tribes literally file their teeth into fangs. A male-dominated society, the men do the hunting, fishing, fighting, and tool-making— while the women are responsible for cooking, weaving, cutting firewood, sewing, basket-weaving, growing and harvesting rice, and, of course, bearing children. The latter, however, is done quite differently from most modern-day birthing techniques. Around the eighth month of pregnancy, the husband prepares a secret birthing hut in the jungle. At the onset of labor, the expectant mother travels to the hut delivers her child alone, and returns to her work while the newborn infant nurses, held by a scarf worn around her neck. Some Montagnard villages are a series of bamboo-interwoven longhouses on stilts set in neat rows, while other villages have longhouses on stilts with thatched roofs and underground bunkers. Many villages are surrounded by a seven-foot wooden wall, on the outside of which are placed millions of punji stakes pointing outward in all directions to ward off would-be attackers. Punji stakes are bamboo sticks sharpened to a razor-sharp point. Besides rice and vegetables, villagers eat bats, rats, monkeys, snakes, bugs, fish, and other jungle creatures. Many Dega men enjoy drinking rice wine. A severe racial problem has existed between the Degas and the Vietnamese for years. In a declaration issued on May 27, 1946, the government of France recognized the Degas' autonomy, as well as recognizing the Central Highlands as the Montagnard's own country, which the French called Pays du Montagnard de Haute Plateau de Indochinois. The Vietnamese dictator, Godindiem, had different ideas, however, and started moving Vietnamese into the Central Highlands, instituting a policy of discrimination and outright slaughter of the Degas that continues to this day. The Degas still have no schools, no right to vote, no representation in government. Out of this suppression sprang a secret Montagnard movement called Fulro, which is an acronym originally for Front Unifié des Luttes des Restes Opprimés, but which is now called Front United for the Liberation of the Racially Oppressed. Crossing all tribal boundaries, Fulro recruited members from all 32 tribes with the goal of regaining the Central Highlands and the Degas' own autonomy. In mid-1964, Fulro orchestrated a bloody coup attempt throughout the Central Highlands. 
The very pro-American Montagnards struck at Special Forces A camps in a coordinated attack. American Green Berets were locked up and guarded in their team houses, while Vietnamese in the camps were hung from flagpoles and dropped into latrine seats and then machine-gunned. Because of their happy nature, simple honesty, extreme courage, and unflagging loyalty to the Americans, many Degas endeared themselves to the Green Berets who lived with them and who still cry over the plight of this proud race. This is the true story of the man who is the president of the Fulro and his best friend and senior advisor, a former Green Beret officer who lived with the Jet tribe in 1968 and early 1969 and who became obsessed with their plight. Chapter 1